Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. It is a good thing to trust God. In the book of Psalm 37, reading from verse 3, it says, Trust in the Lord and do good. So shall thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. <laughs> you, who's that? You'll be fed. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. He says that trust in the Lord and do good. So, thou, so, so shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Verse 4. Delight thyself also in the Lord and he, God, shall give thee the desires of your heart. When you delight yourself in him, he takes personal responsibility in also beautifying and colorfully painting your life. He will decorate your life with glory and honor. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Some people are not delighting themselves in the Lord. These are all functions of trusting God. Right? They are not delighting themselves in the Lord, but they are expecting God to give them the, the desire of their heart. No. Delight Pay the price to be in the service. Pay the price. Pay the price to do outreach. Pay the price to serve in church. Pay the price to be a giver. Pay the price to give your tithes. Pay the price to sow your seeds. Pay the price to engage in prayer. Delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Verse 5 says, Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him. Did you see that? Commit your way to him. Trust in him. Just commit it to him. Trust in him. And who shall bring it to pass? God is the one who brings your way to pass when you trust in him. Somebody needs to trust God. Trust God. Find out why, how right to do it. The, the right way to do it. The godly way to do it. The biblical way to do it. The holy way to do it. The honest way to do it. And just do it. When you trust God, he said, trust the Lord and commit your ways to him and he shall bring it to pass. Verse 6 says, and he shall bring forth, and he shall bring forth thy righteousness as a light and thy judgment as a new day. In other words, the good things you have done, the nice things in your life is what will be, people will only see the nice things in your life. The nice things in your life. You go for an interview and you make so many mistakes. But the, the good things you did is what got the attention. So it blinded the attention towards your mistakes. Trust in the Lord and he'll bring your righteousness. Your righteousness as, he'll bring your righteousness forth as the, the light. And the judgment as the noonday. Verse 7. Rest. Oh, this is, this is, there are so many things trust, that when you trust in God. Rest in the Lord and wait how, how should you wait for God? You know, I, I spoke about that, patience. Wait patiently for him. Don't worry yourself. Don't be worried because of him who prospers in his way. Others, it's working for others, so you are so worried. Everybody has got his front. 
Don't worry because somebody is prospering. So it's working for somebody. Or because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. They are doing it wrong and it's, it seems to be working for them. They are doing it wrong. They are doing it the wrong way. They are not doing it God's way. And they seem to be having more progress and things are working for them. And so now you are so worried because you are not seeing it. Said, don't fret yourself. Wait patiently on the Lord. Wait patiently on the Lord. Wait patiently. Wait, 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 wait. One of the difficult places to be in life is God's waiting room. That's one of the difficult places to be in life is, is what? God's waiting room. That's the most, one of the most, some of the most difficult places to be. What, Pastor, what do you mean by God's waiting room? You are in God's waiting room when you are in a hurry for something to happen, but God isn't. You are in a hurry to get married, but it's not happening. You are unhappy to enter a relationship or so you can meet your future wife or future husband, and you feel like, no, time is not on my side. You are in a hurry for something to happen. You are in a hurry to buy a house. You are in a hurry to, 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 to start your business. You are in a hurry to do that. You are in a hurry to get that job. You are in a hurry to do that. And God doesn't seem to be in a hurry. And God is actually not in a hurry. That means you have entered the waiting room of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. You have entered the waiting room. You know, just like children, when you tell a child, not yet, do you know how they, see, they hear it? They hear no. There's a difference between not now and no. Some of us, God, you are looking for something and God is telling you not now. And all you hear is no because it has been delayed. Delayal is not denial. It has been delayed, but you haven't been denied. God has, watch this, God has his timing. Until you trust him, you won't be able to wait for God's timing. God has his timing. He has his timing. And actually, he has a timetable for your life. <laughs> That's why backsliding is not a good idea. That's why leaving church for a while is not a good idea. Oh, some people left church and later it came back and it's on fire. No, no, I'm telling you, they lose grounds because God has a timetable for your life. At this time, you are supposed to be doing this. You're supposed to be doing this. You're supposed to be doing Until you pass... Point A, God will not move you to the next level. There are, I'm, I'm telling you, there are people who God is going to raise as great missionaries. But you haven't even passed sharing, sharing the word you know, the gospel you know, to that friend of yours, that neighbor of yours. And so it's, going, it's, it's delaying. And so God has a timetable for you. And more, more often than not, God doesn't tell you the details of where he's taking you. He'll tell you, I'm going to make you a great a millionaire. I'm going to make you a prime minister. I'm going to, but he will never tell you the details. He never told Joseph the details. In Joseph, all he saw was dream, his brother's bowing, but he didn't see the pit. He didn't see Potiphar's house. He didn't see the prison. There was pit before Potiphar's house, before prison. He didn't see that. God never showed him that. God does not tell you the details. He will, he will give you the promise and he won't tell you the details. Why? But why would he do that? Why does God sometimes delay? You know, no, God is never in a hurry. Please remember this. Uh, uh, uh. God is never in a hurry. No, no, no. God is never in a hurry and he's never late. God doesn't worry about time. Hey, time, time, hurry up. Hey, time. No, 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 no. God cannot be stopped by traffic. He doesn't worry about time. <laughs> 
It's you, you, it's me, you and I. We are. And sometimes rightfully so, human beings, you worry. Worry is part of life, okay? Worry is part of life. You will be worried about this. Why, why has this happened? Please, so if you are worried about something, it doesn't make you less a Christian. And it doesn't, show, say, it doesn't mean you are not spiritual. It's, it's a human, it's a human uh, experience. Worry is part of But when you begin to trust God, the worry will come. But guess what? You might not even know why things are happening. You might not know. It, it's very complex. This thing is really a, a bother for me. And I, I, just, I just, it's even confusing. And you're so worried. And, and worry comes. They say, anyway, what? I trust God. Okay. You leave it in God's hands and go on with your life. That's what trust does. When you trust God, your worry will come, but you hand it over to him. So, it's like, this is God. And they brought, they brought you the bill. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay, thank you, Jesus. Whenever I'm afraid, I'll trust in you. I pass it on to you. <laughs> God, have, have you know, you go somewhere with your mom or your dad, especially when you are young, and your dad has the money. Have the, you go and buy some things or eat somewhere, and then it's your birthday big, and then they brought the bill to you. Dad is sitting here. Just pass it on to him. You don't even have to look at his face. Just give it to him. It's not a problem. Hand your worry over. God, God will help you in the name of Jesus Christ. So God, does, he, does, he doesn't need... Uh, <laughs> this is why I quoted Isaiah chapter 60 verse 22. But I know some of you didn't get it. God doesn't need a lot of time to do what he has to do in your life. It doesn't take time. It takes God. A little one shall become a thousand. Huh? How? And a small one strong nation. How? I, the Lord, will hasten it in this time. I will, do it, I will do it very quickly. I will just do it within a certain time. God doesn't need a lot of time to do what he has to do. What God can do in, a, in your life when you yield to him and obey him in one day is more than you can do in your entire lifetime. God can do in 30 minutes what your entire lifetime can never achieve. Yeah. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God and stop fearing. As I told you, God is always on time. But pastor, but why is it that God sometimes, when something has to happen, he will wait and wait and wait, and he won't, he won't, uh, 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 he won't let it happen. Why would he wait and wait? Because he, I'm tired. One of the reasons why things get delayed, God allowed things to be delayed, or God will say, wait, or not yet. One, two reasons. One, is to develop your character. Is to develop your character. God is more interested in your character than your accomplishments. Sister, God is more interested in your character than, the, than that good marriage you are believing God for. God is more interested in your character because in heaven, all the things we are trying to achieve here, it won't, it won't mean anything. It's our character, the life, certain lifestyle we have lived for his glory is what moves, follows us. I see God helping you. So one of the reasons why God may say not yet is because he's, he's trying to build your character. Number two is your faith is being tested. Do you really trust God? Do you really, 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 really trust God? Do you really, 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 really trust God? Do you really, 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 really trust God? Most people are in church, but they don't want God's way of doing it. God's way of building your marriage. God's way of securing your health. God's way of getting you, getting you a stable future. God's way of 
keeping your family healthy, God's way of helping your finances, God's way of building your ministry. Most people don't want God's way. They want it their way, but they don't say it. It's an unspoken. You can tell. People like the results, but not the process. Yeah. So we always have to remember that. And I remember I said at the right time, God will do it. So you have to trust God. Why? Because at the right time, he will do it very quickly. God can do it very quickly. But one of the things that you realize that God works with time. Bible says at the fullness of time, Jesus came. Why didn't Jesus come 2,000 years before? In fact, as soon as Eve sinned, Jesus should have come. So Noah and all those people who, uh, you know, what people who died in Noah's time, who died in the days of Lot. I mean, if Jesus had come, Jesus, God is working with the timetable. And until we begin to trust him, we will have a lot of problems. Trust him. He's not in a hurry. He will put you in his waiting room. But it's your trusting him that will make your future very safe and colorful. Trust God. Trust, in, trust God and wait patiently on him. Trust God. And you see, listen, look at how Mary gave birth to Jesus. Have you thought, have you thought about it? Jesus was born in an inn. Okay, let's focus on Mary now. Let's focus, let's not focus on Jesus in the, in the, uh, the, the Christmas story or the, when Jesus was born. Look at Mary. She gave birth in a very strange place where there's no, I mean, the day before she, she gave birth, she was on the back of, the, of a donkey traveling with her uh, spouse husband. And now she was in labor. There was no place. The place was, there's like everybody traveling, busy, town is busy. There's no place. And so she eventually had to go to the manger. And uh, they were in the inn and there was no space in the inn. So she had to be in the manger and she, she was in labor. Her mother was not there. No midwife was there. Nobody was there to help her, only sheep. And Joseph, who, who, what can they, you know, some husbands have fainted in the labor, labor world. Whilst even doctors and experts and midwives are there, they fainted in the labor world. How much more? There was nobody. Mama was not there. Auntie was not there. Your sister was not there. Nobody, no support system. And Mary was, hey, this is too inconvenient. This is too, God, God is, how, why, why? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know it, I know it. Sometimes it might be inconvenient, but it is still a better, and it has a better, it's the plan of God. So it has a better result and a bigger result. It might be inconvenient, but the result is better and bigger. Sometimes you might go through in, in period and moments of inconvenience in God's waiting room because God is not in a hurry. He's never behind time. He doesn't have a problem with time. He does it in his own time and he has a timetable for your life. So now what am I talking about? Trust him. Quickly, if you trust God, you will... Let me, let's look at Proverbs quickly. Oh, Is someone receiving something? Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. This is always, you can't walk with God uh, and be comfortable with evil. Fear the Lord and you depart from evil. Yeah, you're, I know you are concerned about the evil in other people. I think God is also concerned about the evil in you. That's more dangerous than what is in other people. And depart from evil. It shall, it shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord, verse 9, honor the Lord with thy substance 
and with the first fruit of your increase. Anytime increase comes, say, remember and honor God. These are all manifestations of trust. When you trust God, you are a giver to God, to God and his work. One of the signs that shows that a person trusts God is he gives faithfully. Gives faithfully for the cause of the kingdom. Gives. Oh, I don't have enough. You don't give in, uh, based on volume. You give it based on the heart, weight of heart behind it. Weight of heart behind it. So, Honor the Lord, he said, honor the Lord with uh, honor the Lord with thy substance. Substance, what you have, your, your not somebody's substance, your substance. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits, the first of your increase. Ah, this one it goes to God. Um, uh, with the first fruit of it. Why? So shall thy barns be filled with plenty. Eh? And thy uh, thy Thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Overflow is coming to somebody in Jesus' name. I said overflow is coming to somebody in the mighty name of Jesus. When you trust God, you give to God. It's giving is a, is, a, is a statement of trust. And number two is when you trust God, Ephesians chapter 1, that we who first trusted in Christ, should be to the praise of his glory. When you trust him, praise flows out of your life. We don't praise God because everything is okay. We praise God because we trust God. We sing praises because we trust him. Not because of what, just what he has done, but because we trust him. And the Bible said they went for war and they sang praises as they were going for war. They having, and they didn't have strength to overcome the people. In Second Second Chronicles chapter twenty, they said, "Listen, we don't know how we are going to deal with them. We don't have the might against them, God. We don't know what to do, and we don't have might against them. We need your help, God. We need your help." And the next day, they went to battle, and they went to battle singing with choristers, choristers, for His mercy shall endure ever faithful. By the time they got, God has gone ahead of them. God has got and scattered their enemies. Not, not even one of them escaped. Not even one. When you praise God, you bring down his power. And it takes a certain level of trust to walk in praise. Walk in joyfulness. Joyfulness. When you trust God, in spite of what you are going through, there's joy that comes because you trust God. So you pass, you pass the issue on to him. When you trust God, you flow in praise. In Psalm 28, verse 7, Psalm 28, verse 7, it's, it's someone learning something. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am held. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song I will praise him. You see, because I trust in him, therefore my heart greatly rejoices. Your heart, and I will sing, will praise him. Psalm, Psalm 56, verse, verse 3 said, Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. Verse 4, I will trust in you. Verse 4, in God I will praise his word. In God I put my, I will praise, in God I put my trust. I will not fear what can, I will praise his word because I put my trust in him. When you trust God, you will praise him. When you trust God, joyful praise, joyful songs flow out of you. 
I see someone walking in higher levels of trust in Jesus' name. Psalm 5 verse 11. Psalm 5 verse 11. I need you to see some of these scriptures quickly. But let all those let all those rejoice who oh, oh who do what? Who trust, who put their trust in you. When you put your trust in God, you will rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. So let those who, uh, let, let, let all those rejoice. Who are those who are to rejoice? Who put their trust in God? As you put your trust in God, one of the signs that you, are, you know, even though things look funny, even though things look hard, you are, you are rejoicing, you are praising him because you trust him. You don't have to understand everything. Just keep trusting him. How do you trust him? You praise him in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me just give you two more. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 12, verse 2. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 2. Behold, God, uh, behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Oh, for Yah, the Lord, is my strength and song. He also has become my salvation. He is my strength and song. He also has become my salvation. So I trust God and he has become my, is my strength and song. When you trust God, there will always be a song in your mouth to him. The next verse, verse 3. Let's go to verse 3. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Verse 4. And in that, in that day, you will say, praise the Lord. Call upon, call upon his name. Declare this among the people. Those who, don't, those who sit on their testimonies. Declare what God has done amongst the people. Don't say I'm a shy person. Declare it. Declare his deeds among the people. Make mention, mention that his, his name is exalted. Declare his deeds among the people. Verse, the next verse, let's do last two verses. Sing it to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Sing, when you trust him, sing praises. Praise him, verse 6. Praise him when you trust him. Cry out and shout, O inhabitants of the for great is the Holy One of Israel, um, Israel in your midst. Now, last scripture in Habakkuk chapter 3. Do you trust God? Praise must flow. In spite of the fact that things look funny, things look hard, things look, look discouraging. When you trust God, you can still praise Him. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17. It says that though the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vine. The labor of the olive shall fail. Uh, you see, the, the number, this is, this is recounted. Number, look at the number of negative things that seem to be happening. Though the fig tree shall not blossom, oh, it's like the, the, the business didn't work. Neither shall fruit be in the vine. You check your account, uh, fruit has finished in the vine. The labor of the olive has failed. You've lost your job. And the field shall yield no meat. All the investment you did, has, has gone waste. The flock shall be cut off, uh, cut off from the fold. That means that all the plans, the deals, that contract you are about to sign, they have redrawn the contract. Ah! And there shall be no head in the store. You fail your exam. 
knowed in me. So she said, this is ne- these are negative things. This, 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 she said, do this will happen, do this way. There must always be a do, although, although, when you trust God, you approach life with an although attitude. That's when you can only praise him. Because you have an although, 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 they are waiting for you to cry, but you are rather singing. Although, Bible says at midnight, Paul and Silas was put in prison, but they sang praises. Acts chapter, this one just by the side. Acts chapter 16, verse 25. They sang, they prayed and sang praises. Why? Because they trusted in God. You will sing. You will praise him. You will praise him. Don't say, I don't like that music. No, it's not about the music. It's your heart. Your heart is filled with thanks because you trust him. You don't, some, listen, sometimes it doesn't feel like it. You don't have to feel before you praise him. You have to tell your soul, uh, 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 why are you, are you uh, quieting me? Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice. He said, rejoice again and again. I say, rejoice. Oh, my soul, why are you quiet? Joy in the Lord. Hope in the Lord. So you have to encourage yourself. Bible says David encouraged himself in the Lord. David encouraged himself in the Lord. Because the, uh, I think uh, Samuel chapter 30, verse 6, 7, somewhere there. Yeah. So David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because the souls of all the people were grieved, every man for his son and, his, uh, and for his daughter. But David encouraged himself in, in, in the Lord his God. You have to encourage yourself and sing praises and give him praise. Sometime in your house, you just begin to do your own praise, begin to sing to him. Things look funny. Things are delayed. Delayer is not denial. Praise him. When you trust God, let's finish it. He said, though the fig tree will not blossom, and though there will not be olive and the stock and no head, head in the store, which was the, what does the verse 18 say? Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Why? That's when you begin to see strange results. The Lord is my strength, and he will make my feet like hinds feet. He will make me to walk upon my high places to the chief singer. This is a song. You, you have a song, even though things look bad, there's still a song of praise in your mind. He said, yet, yet I will praise God. He said, though all these things, verse, seven, verse 18, those, he said, yet I will rejoice. That's rejoice. Joying in singing to God. I submit to you, when you trust God, you will give to him. You will give to his cause. When you trust God, you will praise him. Signs of trusting God, you will give and you will praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.